Welcome to Fables and Fairy Tales, where this week the story is... Basket Babies This story was written by me, and it's based on a folktale from Colombia. Here to read it to you, it is I, your storyteller Chip Cahoon. This is part two, with more babies in baskets for you. If you missed everything before today, catch up at fablespodcast.co.uk. But if the story is with you, then let us continue. The two sisters were jealous of their younger sister for all her good luck in marrying a prince. So they hatched a plan and convinced their princess sister to let them be there for the birth of her first child. When the time came for the princess to give birth, she held the prince's hand and looked straight into his smiling eyes. So neither prince nor princess noticed the sisters take the baby before they could see it and swap it for a puppy. As the sisters passed her the puppy, the princess' eyes opened as wide as her gasping mouth, as did the prince's. They both thought the princess really had given birth to a baby dog. It was most unexpected, but still, they cared for the puppy and cuddled the puppy and gave it food and walks and a cot. After all, as far as they knew, the puppy was their child, so they loved it with all their hearts. As for their actual baby, the sisters placed him into a basket and sent him down the river. They weren't mean enough to kill him themselves, so they thought they'd let some crocodiles do that for them. Except the basket didn't get as far as any crocodile nest. It happened to float past the house of a gardener while his wife was hanging up their washing in the garden. And when the gardener's wife spotted it, she almost leapt as high as their house. She waded into the river to recover the basket and brought it straight to the kitchen where the gardener was finishing his breakfast. Husband, she cried, look! Our wish has been granted. The gardener couldn't believe it. There was the baby he and his wife had wished for. When they had calmed down and talked about it a bit, the gardener and his wife both agreed that it was unusual for a baby to arrive in a basket down the river and wondered if there might be a mother somewhere worrying about her lost son. So they painted some signs saying... Lost baby found in basket. Yours? Call at Marmalade House. And put those signs on all the roads around their home. But as the days went by, no one came to claim the baby as their son. Those days turned to weeks, those weeks to months, and the months to years, during which time the baby became a toddler, then a boy, and soon... A young man. 
<laughs> that young man knew the gardener and the gardener's wife were not his real parents. They were very honest about that, saying they were actually his guardians. But he called them dad and mum anyway, and enjoyed learning from them how, if you help others, they will help you. The young man also learned how to be a gardener and helped to look after their own garden. In fact, with his help, their garden grew so healthily that people came from miles around to marvel at it. Many were so impressed that they paid the gardener to work on their gardens too, and the gardener found himself busier than ever. Meanwhile, though, the prince and princess were living happily with their puppy, to the great annoyance of the two jealous sisters. They remained resolved to ruin her merriment as much and as soon as possible. It took about another nine months, but eventually those sisters had another chance. The princess and her prince were about to have another baby. So again the jealous sisters convinced the princess to let them be there for the birth, and neither prince nor princess noticed the sisters take their baby before they could see it and swap it for kitten. As the sisters passed her the kitten, the princess' eyebrows raised as high as her pointy tiara, as did the prince's. Both of them thought the princess really had given birth to a baby cat. It was thoroughly unheard of. But still, they cared for the kitten and cuddled the kitten and gave it food and walks and a cot, though the kitten preferred to sleep in the box that the cot was delivered in. After all, as far as they knew, the kitten was their child, so they loved it with all their hearts, even if it did keep scrapping with the puppy. As for their actual baby, the sisters once again placed him into a basket and sent him down the river for the crocodiles. But it was the same river that flowed past Marmalade House, so again the gardener's wife caught sight of it, and when she did, almost leapt as high as their chimney. She rescued the basket baby and took it straight to the kitchen, where the gardener and the first young man were finishing their breakfasts, and cried, Look, our wish has been granted, again! The gardener couldn't believe it. There was another baby, just like he and his wife had once wished for. The young man couldn't believe it either. There was the younger brother he had wished for. After the three of them had calmed down a bit, they all agreed that it was most unusual for a baby to arrive in a basket down the river, so it was exceedingly unlikely that it should happen twice in one story. They wondered if there might be a mother somewhere worrying about her lost son, and again put signs on the roads around their home. But as the days went by, no one came to claim this second baby as their son, and soon that baby grew to become another young man who called the gardener Dad and the gardener's wife Mum. He also called the first young man his brother, and he enjoyed learning from them all how, if you help others, they will help you. The second young man also learned how to be a gardener, and with his help their garden grew so vast that even more folks came from leagues around to gape at the gardener's skill. 
Many were so impressed that they paid the gardener to work on their gardens too, extending the gardener's business beyond his wildest dreams. And because he was a gardener, all his dreams were wild. Meanwhile, though, the prince and princess were living happily with their puppy and kitten, to the confounded consternation of the two jealous sisters. So when, nine months later, the princess and her prince were about to have yet another baby, the sisters again convinced the princess to let them be there for the birth, and this time swapped the baby for... a stick. As the sisters passed her the stick, the princess' mouth opened so wide that her chin almost touched the gem on her necklace, as did the prince's. Both of them believed that the princess really had given birth to a sprig of wood. It was inconceivable. But still, as far as they knew, the stick was their child, and they were determined to love it with all their hearts. So they cared for the stick, and cuddled the stick, and gave it food, and a cot, and walks. Yes, it was a walking stick. That was part two of Basket Babies. To find out if the princess and her prince are ever reunited with their real children, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast for tomorrow's episode. And if you're enjoying the story so far, please could you do a little thing for me? Please just take a few moments to write a short review of this podcast on your podcast player. Your reviews help other people to know the fun that can be enjoyed inside this podcast, which means you'll be helping us to spread that fun even further. Just look for a button on your podcast player that says review, or maybe comment. Tap that and type away. Or if your podcast player lets you give us a heart or a star, or maybe many stars, that would be great too. Thank you ever so much. Right now, though, it only remains for me to say cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio! And I hope to hear your story soon.